morning. You're listening to Saturday Morning Dads, a podcast where two average dads discuss the best and worst in children's media. Today, we're talking about Chain Can Dunk. Oh, yeah. The 2023 Disney Plus movie. Sports movie. Sports movie. Basketball. Here at Saturday Morning Dads, we love a good basketball teenage movie. Yes, we do. I believe that... Disney has some great ones. We've already yeah. covered one. Yeah. Full Court Miracle. This is, is an absolute delight. This is a, a spiritual successor. Like, it's in the same family, but is in no way related to. You do have a magical black teacher. There is. Yeah. Uh, this, this one's nicer, though. This one is uh, less of a stereotypical... Uh, yeah, this one's less of a Bagger Vance situation. Yeah, less Bagger Vance, more... Um, cool YouTube guy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, before we get into it, your name's Sean. That's true. My name's Curtis. Yes. Welcome to the pod, those of you who are listening. Uh, it's been a while. Been a while. It's been a while. Um... What was the last movie we did? Um, uh, what was it? Well, I can tell you. It was off the top of my head. We did the Alice in Wonderland episode. Mm-hmm. That was the mini episode. That was the mini episode. Unintentional mini episode. Uninten- have we done an episode since we did. then? We did another one. Uh, but it's been so long. It's been like... At least two weeks. <laughs> oh, it was Dora the Explorer. Oh, Dora d- d- with Michael Pina. Yes. It was Pina. That was a fun one. Did you watch that clip I sent you from the uh, Observe and Report movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a good clip. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't. I thought, I thought it was just a trailer. And I thought you just sent it to me because we were trying to think of the name of that. No, I sent, I sent it to you because it was a clip of his excellent acting of him giving a monologue to uh, Seth Rogen's character about how sometimes he's got to like go off the rails a little bit. He needs to earn respect. Oh yeah. And uh, he, but he's talking with this ridiculous lisp the whole movie, <laughs> and he's wearing like a gold chain over his security guard mall uniform. It's a very good clip. You should you should watch it. It's three minutes of your life well spent. I will watch it. Uh, and I'm sorry I didn't deem it important enough to watch it for now. But I just I that's okay. Was, uh, You're busy, man. You got a lot of work stuff to do. Yeah, I do. I do. But so do you. And you took the time to pick that clip out of YouTube. I, I did it during my lunch break. Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So how, how's How's life treating you, Curtis? Are things going okay? Yeah, it's going great. Um, my four-year-old woke up, or woke us up around 3 a.m. Um, Today? Came in our room, wanted to chat, play. And she was just ready for the day? She ready was for the day. Excited about life? Yeah. My wife finally just uh, left the room and went and slept somewhere else. <laughs> uh, she slept on the couch, I think. Did you ever, did you ever get back to sleep? Oh yeah, I did. I did, but uh, it was a little bit of a rough night. Sounds like it. If it, I mean, how, how old is she? Three? She's four. Four? So she's at the end, just getting to the end of that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, 
I love it when she comes and gets in the bed with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like it when she is like all chatty in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> she just wants to hang out. She wants to hang out. She just suddenly needs to know how the world works. Yeah, she needs sleep. you to explain it to her. I just want to sleep. Yeah. But um, the, the other night, I told my kids, "Hey, let's you know, let's get up early. Come, come, wake me up as soon as you wake up, because they're old enough now to where they'll just like go find tablets and or whatever." And not bother me, which is a good thing. But I was like, hey, let's, you know, let's wake up together and like, let's maximize our time together. When as soon as you guys wake up, come and wake me up. But like gently, like with hugs and cuddles, not don't just jump on me and knee me in the gut. And then they woke up at four o'clock in the morning and uh, well, I don't exaggerate. It was 440 and uh, they came and run and jumped on me and need me in the oh, yeah. in the gut real hard. And Do they share a room? Yes. Cool. So they are on a similar sleeping schedule. Yes. Yeah. And um, then I was like, oh, guys, it's it's 4.40 in the morning. Let's try this again in a few hours. Oh, man. Yeah. And then so about 6 o'clock, they, they need me again. Yeah. With the time changes, it's kind of dark when... Now when they have to get up, yeah, like it's seven. Uh, so I guess, yeah, I mean, it's not like my kids can't tell time, so they don't have clocks in there. I don't have a, I don't have a little Ben alarm clock in their room like I had with the glow in the dark hands. Oh yeah, I had a Mickey Mouse alarm clock with glow in the dark hands. Oh, wow, fancy. Yeah. Um, I was. I didn't really like. I didn't really like it uh, because I had a Looney Tunes themed room. Oh, uh, I didn't want to mix IPs like that. Yeah, that's tough. Remember that poster? It was also on a lot of T-shirts. A picture of Bugs Bunny and Taz wearing like, um, is it like crisscross style backwards jeans and like baggy yes. baseball jerseys? Yes, that was that. Looney Tunes got very popular in that way. When I was in junior high. Yeah. So I was very into it, but it was like kind of that suburban white kid hip hop culture. Yeah. Um, when, when, it was, it, looking back, it was really weird. When I was in elementary school, that is how my bedroom was themed. I had like the sheets of that, I had that poster framed on my wall. Yeah. And it was like the, very obscure, not even secondary, tertiary Looney Tunes characters like Tasmanian Devil, who was in like five cartoons ever, yeah. and Marvin the Martian. I remember Marvin the Martian was like Marvin the Martian wearing popular. wearing Jordans. Yes, and they all yeah. It was, I guess that was why it was popular because it was like a cross promo. Oh, I remember why because Marvin the Martian was in a commercial with Spike Lee as Mark Blackman for Air Jordan. Really? I didn't know that. I think so. Unless I'm totally making that up. This sounds cool, though. Um, That's also related to basketball. But I think I remember that. Uh, because we can tie this into Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Not a Disney movie. Space Jam was... Well, yeah, also, I'm sure. What did you that. think of the new Space Jam? I Here's what I thought of it. I did not watch it. Oh, okay. And I will never watch it. Oh, fair enough. Especially after hearing reviews about it, I will never watch it. The dragon from Game of Thrones is in it. Yeah, it sounds like um, 
Warner Brothers and all its subsidiaries threw every single piece of their IP into it. Yes. Well, there was like, oh, geez, there was some, the, oh, yeah. the server. It took place in the WB server, right? Yeah, it took place in their server. Yeah, so it was stupid. Um, uh, self-indulgent. I mean, LeBron James, LeBron James being in a Space Jam movie is like the height of self-indulgence. <laughs> Inside of a Warner Brothers server. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's no need. There's no need. It was pretty sweet when Khaleesi was Duncan, though. Mm. Think, what's her name to be in the movie? Oh, Khaleesi was a big part of the movie. No. Oh, yeah. She was like, I don't know, third lead? Was she the leader of the Monstars? Um, oh, no, there was straight up a Game of Thrones team. and um, Was it like March Madness in... Where every piece of IP had their own team? No, it was just Game of Thrones versus Looney Tunes. Oh. What? I don't remember anything about the movie. I'm making this up. Um, I was about to say, maybe I'll watch that. (laughs) I'd like to see the the mountain down, you know, most. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to watch that. The mountain got skinny. Have you seen that? Really? He, he like the strongest man alive. Yeah, but you know how the strong man alive or like rotund. They yes. don't have any definition. Barrel chested. He like lost a lot of weight. He's still super jacked, like insanely oh. jacked. He's but, a chiseled man, though. Yeah, he he did it because he got into boxing. Oh yeah, that'll cut you up. Yeah, so he's got like a twenty four pack. And uh, he has like a waist now. Oh my gosh, can you imagine uh, boxing that guy? How tall is he? I don't know, like seven, seven foot, thirteen inches. You couldn't get anywhere close to him. Yeah, you'd be punching down at the top of your head. <laughs> Just bonky. <laughs> I want to see him beat up that Jake Paul kid. Yeah. I don't actually know anything about Jake Paul, but I know the internet hates him, so I'm jumping on board with that. Yeah, that's that's reason enough, right? Right. Speaking of the internet hating people. But this movie, <laughs> yeah, a lot of internet, a lot of, a lot of uh, social media and internet um, high school culture. First, I think we need to establish your credentials. Did you go or did you not go to high school? I went to high school, yeah. And did you play high school basketball? I did play high school basketball. So you're well qualified to speak on this movie. Yes, although. Yeah, what, what were your first thoughts to the movie? Well, like, what do you mean first thoughts? Like, it was just what are your overall overall thoughts, feelings? Man, I wish it sucked more, uh, so we could make fun of it more. Um, and then, but that was like, as I was watching it, I was like, I wish this movie was lame, so we could make fun of it. And then I was like, by the end of the movie, I was like, okay, this movie is so ridiculous and far-fetched. We'll have no problem making fun of it. Um, in one observation, yeah. it had the coolest bully of any high school movie. Well, I think I by, actually, the end, by the end, you're like, oh, he wasn't really a bully. I never really disliked him. You weren't supposed to. He was, yeah. it was more about Chang. Chang was his own villain. He, yeah, and I think that was one of the themes of the movie is that he was so concerned with what other people thought. He, he saw Matt as a villain. Yeah. 
when he wasn't really. I think Matt was a cool guy. I, I identified with Matt as a cool guy, and he yeah. was just—he wasn't doing anything uh, to change. Yeah, when you really think about it, until it was, he was basically he, a Daniel Larusso versus Johnny situation. You look back at Karate Kid. Daniel Larusso is the real villain. Um, I think if you ever watched Cobra Kai, they go over this extensively mm-hmm. from Johnny's point of view. That super cool kick at the end was illegal. He. Uh, well, Daniel Russo came in. He's a new kid. Tries to steal Johnny's girlfriend. Uh, steals his radio. Um, and basically attacks him on the beach. And then Johnny just defends himself. Um, Chang kind of does the same thing in this movie. He kind of... He's the, he's the aggressor at that party. Yeah. I mean, Matt, Matt's friends did lock him in a... Matt's friends were bullies. I guess he directed them to, uh, he probably, he, but Matt was kind of a nice kid. So he would probably was like, Hey, keep Chang busy while I try to go talk to this girl. Yeah. And they took it to lock him in the basement. Also, I love, I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the recap, but I love in this movie how they go out of their way several times, even directly have the girl say, I'm not surprised to be one. And they make a whole big point about how she's not just a prize to be won and how you can't just win your dunk contest and then she'll fall in love with you. But that is exactly what happened. She exactly was nothing more than a prize to be won. She had no characteristics. She she already liked it before the whole dunk. This movie fails the Beck Bell test. Is that the name of the test? Did I get that right? She didn't have much to do. She, She had no goals, motivations. She had no tasks. She was she was a prize to be won, and her only characteristic was the fact that she didn't want to be a prize to be won, but that's exactly how the movie played out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she had cool hair, though. She was cool. She was, she was really... She was, like, the ultimate high school cool, cool girl without trying to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, she played the drums, like Metallica. 90s rock. Uh, so the soundtrack was pretty banging on this movie. Yeah. Um, her dad died of cancer. Yeah. Before, but he taught her drums. Yeah. Before that. Um, she's really good at drums. Dresses cool. Um, way out of chance, Lee. Yeah. Um, all right. So did you like the movie or did you not like the movie? I actually liked it. I, uh, I actually liked it a lot. I was like, I didn't start it till like nine. I was already sleepy. I was like, "Oh man, this was another like full court miracle." I don't think I would have made it, but um, yeah, it hooked me. And then like when you when what you thought was going to be the climax of the movie happened, it was halfway through the movie. I looked at it. I was like, "We're not even halfway through the movie." I paused it too. Yeah, I was like, "There's still 50 minutes left." Um, so that had me like intrigued too. I was like, "What's going to happen?" And I kind of like figured out what was going to happen, but. You know, one of my favorite things in a movie, especially dealing with a a movie where there's a clear hero, is the darkest moment. Mm-hmm. Cliche. And this movie had a fabulous, a fabulous buildup, foreshadowing, multiple points of dramatic irony, getting you, like, psyching you out for when they were going to find out he cheated because he and like there was like 
several psych out moments and then they let it build up higher with the whole ESPN thing. Yes. They, they really, they really get the, the biggest drop to the biggest low possible. Yeah. It was a well-constructed movie. I will say. Yeah. Like, I guess we should probably go through the plot. So let's go through the plot. Let's go, about, yeah, let's go through the plot. The climax of the movie, when he is like doing the dunk, I was like nervous. Yeah. Like, I, I truly did not know if he was going to do it or not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, it, it built the, it built that tension and then kind of like it, yeah, it took you to the highest highs and the lowest lows really well. And also, um, the teacher, uh, the basketball coach. Mm-hmm. He was great. I liked him a lot. He was great. I will say every character in this movie was well thought out, and you really liked the people you were supposed to like. You really felt for the people you were supposed to feel for, and you disliked people uh, and there were, at the right times. And you, you know, and there was no cartoonish black or white. Like there was no like Harry Potter. The Malfoy is is like completely unlikable, no redeemable facts. Whereas Matt, the the Malfoy of this movie was just like Matt Malfoy, I think was his name. Yeah, he was just fine. Yeah, he was like like he was a normal kid. He was a normal kid. He was a normal popular kid. Yeah, at high school, he, he was, was not like he was not Johnny from. Crying kid. Yeah. And pure evil in a he, high school boy's body. Yeah. And he he wasn't um, obnoxious. And by the end of the movie, he was likable. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of liked him at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. He was cool. <laughs> he was a cool kid. The um, And then uh, the mom character was great. Seeing her, Dude. she had her whole own whole arc with like a lot going on to it throughout the movie like you more and more is revealed about her and like by the end of the movie it's like really about her and her son like the whole movie is about her and her son's relationship yeah um but all the stuff going on on social media it's crazy over the top wish fulfillment this the stuff going off the espn is just pure yeah. fantasy yeah part of, like part of my brain was like he's gonna wake up like he's gonna wake up and he's gonna be in the gym like about to try to dunk the basketball <laughs> after, after like the whole like they're really taking this fantasy thing like really far yeah um hey let's well, go let's go to the plot okay, let's yeah. go to the plot sorry uh, all right so uh when we open up we uh hey where are your notes I don't have any notes. You didn't take notes? No. How are we going to do this? It's in my brain. Oh, okay. Let's go. I mean, it might not be as granular as we usually get, but I think that's okay. Um, so we open up on Chang. He is, and we find out he is uh, about to go to the first day of school. Of sophomore year. Sophomore year. He is no longer a freshman. He is... Uh, Chang 2.0. Chang 2.0. Got he got, got rid of his glasses. Got, got a cool haircut. Got a new haircut. Uh, which I liked, and then um, got some new clothes. Going to be uh, going to be really into basketball this year. Um, so he goes off to school. Um, he's working it, working it, and then gym class comes along. He and Matt. You figure you find out Matt is like kind of the man when it comes to basketball. Uh, they're playing this game in gym. Chang Chang versus Matt mm-hmm. in some kind of basketball obstacle course where they have to make like a free throw, they have to make a 
laid up and had a great three-pointer. And Matt, you know, he's not taking it too seriously, but he ends up kind of uh, throwing the ball, hitting Chang's ball out of the way, and then going and dunking it. Which was just cool. It that was, was just, It was cool. It was just like... A friendly little horseshoe and like, horsing around thing, but man, did this just ruin Chang's day. Yeah, it was a little show offy, but he you know, thought it's Matt's first day of school too. He's gotta do something to Yeah. Show and Matt's Matt's the man. He's he's thinking he's, yeah, he's going to Duke or whatever. He's the star of the basketball team. Um but yeah, that really deflates Chang. Uh, he goes back to his old hairstyle in the middle of the day, apparently, which is it's a really bad hairstyle. <laughs> um, it's like a bowl cut, but like well, lots of his ball. new hair. His new hairstyle was just a bowl cut pushed to the side. It was very like watching this movie. I'm like, oh wow, kids are like kids are thinking the '90s are real cool right now. Yeah, because um, everyone's like in Metallica t-shirts and. Listening to 90s music and old haircuts. Metallica was kind of washed up and basic when I was living in the 90s. It was like Metallica's what, like... They were winning Grammys in the 90s. Yeah, I know. That's why they're mainstream. Like, oh, they were they mainstream, for sure. They weren't it's like, not like rock. Yeah, they weren't like... All the cool kids were wearing... But that like, happened in like their... I guess the Black Album was when they went mainstream. Yeah. They started making music videos and I stuff. Sure. Like, I equate, like, when I was that age or younger, I equated, like, Metallica with, like, Marlboro Reds and Coors Light. Mm -hmm. And just, like, those were all for the same people. And the, you know, the the cool kids were were smoking camels and drinking um, Shiner and listening to, like, Green Day. Yeah, Green Day was pretty mainstream, too, though. Well, not not around Dookie. Yeah, Dookie was super mainstream. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, do- the point is, mainstream music back then was way cooler than mainstream yeah. music now. Um, uh, but anyway, so Chang's first date does not go as planned. Um, but he meets this new girl, and her name is... Unrecallable. Her name is... Not important. Her name is... Wait, Katie? Her name is Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah, and she is Chang's dream boat captain. He falls in love with her from first time he lays eyes on her, because yeah. her personality is unimportant to the story at all. She just has real cool hair and a Metallica t-shirt. She has cool hair. She has a Metallica t-shirt. She is an unbelievable drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, she's interested in talking to Chang. No, you're saying things that Chang doesn't know yet. Chang has fallen in love the first time he sees her. Well, he sees her. All he knows is the Metallica t-shirt. And one of the first things she does is he goes to the band room and gets her a a drum. Yeah. Because she says she's a snare drummer. And then she, like, just lays down this awesome uh, snare drum. Yes. I was getting pretty hyped up. I was thinking, what was it, a Nick Cannon movie? Uh... What is that drum line? Yeah, I thought we were going to get some more drum line action in this we movie. Got a little bit. We got it a little bit. wasn't enough. Like, remember where he plays on the other guy's drum? That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, that made marching band really cool. Yeah, my brother was a marching band. Um, but he was they, cool. Yeah, so um, Chang's really into this girl. Whatever. Yes. We'll call her Katie. But I think it's something I, like that. I think it's important to the story that at this point in the story... 
Chang is only into her because he has this idea of like Chang 2.0. He's going to be cool this year. He already decided before I went to school. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to get a girlfriend. I'm going to get fire outfits. Yeah, I'm going to have outfits. I'm going to be popular. People are going to like me this year. Yeah, so he, I think at this point, he really does. It is a part of the story. I'm not critiquing. I think it really is part of the story that he only sees her at this point in the story as, boy, this girl, fire outfits, cool haircut, good at snare. She would help me with this chain 2.0 thing. Yeah, because he, he has made up his mind that he's in love with her. Bef- literally before she has said a complete sentence in the movie, it is like the 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 band teacher is like, "Hello, Earth to Chang, are you even listening?" And the girl hasn't spoken yet. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, Chang has to go. He, he's walking her down the hall to her next class. She she seems like she likes him. She's. I mean, oh uh, yeah, they start talking just, about bands. Yeah, they're just friendly. Chang is like totally lying to her about yeah. bands that he likes. Again, trying trying to make her like him. Um, but he has to go. He forgot to do a lock up. So when he comes back from locking up, she's in the hallway talking to Matt. Dun dun dun. Chang has deemed his arch nemesis this year. Yeah, he uh, is so cute. And Matt is dreamy. Um, he's the star of the basketball team. He's chat. He's chatting up. Um, Lisa, Lisa Turtle. Um, Let's call her April O'Neil. April O'Neil. Yeah, she'd be a good April O'Neil. Mm-hmm. She's cool like April O'Neil. Have you seen the online drama about the new April O'Neil? There are new Ninja Turtles? Yeah, Seth Rogen's producing it. It comes out. Is it a TV show? Cartoon? Honestly, it's a cartoon. It's animated. I don't know if it's a movie or if it's a TV show. I don't know. But the trailer does look dope. But April O'Neil is been made to be both black and very unattractive by con- con- by conventional means. Maybe she's, a, she's not a smoking hot redhead? Yeah. Yeah. Like onesie? Yeah. <laughs> like no news reporter has ever been. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, people on Reddit were so mad. Some people were mad that they um, updated her race. Apparently the original April O'Neil was of mixed race. In the comic books, the, the guy Japanese comic, right? Uh, no, it's an American comic, and the guy who wrote the comic book, his girlfriend at the time, whose name was April, was like who he modeled that character after, and she was she was uh, mixed. Interesting. And uh, anyway, but people are very mad, uh, less so because of the race and just that they made her conventionally unattractive. By anyway, where was I going with this? Oh, people on Reddit are mad, and that always makes me... That just makes me so uh, happy when people on Reddit are mad because they're the worst people. Yes. Like, those those old cartoons still exist. You can, you can still go watch them. Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's a, it's a, the cartoon is not for adults. The cartoon, while produced by Seth Rogen, is clearly for eight-year-olds. And this was the old cartoon, so why are you hanging on to it? <laughs> yes. Why was there so much cleavage in the cartoons when I was eight? I didn't need it. Uh, the, w- guys, the guys drawing those cartoons were perp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it actually looks hilarious. I'm very excited about it. Oh, what, what's his name does one of the voices? Um, I can't remember his name. It'll come to me later. Um 
Oh, I want to know. I want to say his name so bad right now. I can picture his face. Hannibal Burris. Oh, he's one of the turtles? Yeah, Hannibal Burris is one of the turtles. Sweet. Well, that would be good. Um, I'll never watch it, probably. I don't have... Unless one of my girls ends up being in the Ninja Turtles, which they might. Yeah. I have a son. Yes. You'll be watching that. Yeah. You'll be forcing him to watch it. <laughs> he won't care because it's not Minecraft. Um... Just tell him it's Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> it is a sweet what does Minecraft he know? cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just got the sewer mod on. Yeah, it's way like they've updated Minecraft to have more curves and like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, they took the polygon count up from four. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's still Minecraft, but it's like you know way bigger scale. Uh, the, the blocks are really. Small. I bought that new. I bought that new computer off Princess, and my son's like, "Oh, is it going to have great render distance?" And I was like, "Man." I love you so much. <laughs> Render distance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so far we haven't we haven't escaped the first scene. Right, Matt's talking her up. Day, yeah, we're in day one. Uh, Matt's talking her up, and honestly, um, when she, when Matt was talking to her, I was like, she's not like she's not into him. But um, Chang makes it a makes a kind of an ass out of himself, just butting in and being very obvious, like, oh hey, what are you guys talking about? He's being a big nerd. Yes. <laughs> Obnoxious. Obnoxious nerd. Like, and Matt's like, okay, dude. And then, uh, so Matt invites, I really wish I knew the name of this girl. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I got IMDb open actually already. Um, but Matt invites her to watch his basketball game. Um, and she's new, so she says yes. Um, but I guess she invited Chang to go with her because Chang uh, in the the next scene uh, we find out that Chang uh, we, we meet Chang's mom after the first day of school um, and we find out she's a, a very hard working nurse um, she probably she's a single mom uh, hasn't been a single mom for very long. Had, yeah, hasn't been a single mom for very long. Um, she works kind of crazy hours, it seems. She she looks and acts very tired. Um, but she's also very invested in Chang. Um, Man, she does look very tired. She looks super tired the whole movie. They did a great uh, job. They did a great job on her makeup because they actually looked her up in other movies. She does not look that tired. They Their makeup department nailed that. Yeah, I will say that this this movie was well done. It was. It was. I was extremely. Oh yeah, there, there's the mom. She looks great. She looks thirty years younger than she does. <laughs> yes. Um, I guess that's her headshot. In the movie, she's forty five, going on seventy. Okay. The the girl's name is Christy. Christy. I looked it up. I was going to bring it up. So no. played by Zoe Renee. Zoe Renee. Um. I had never, I've never heard of any of these actors. They were all really good. You know who I liked a lot was was oh. Ben Wang. Yes, yeah, who played Bo, friend Bo, and uh, uh, every every movie, every teenage drama movie needs a good tech sidekick, yeah, and he was the best. He was top tier. He was, yeah, he was top level. He held Wang down in his place. He, yeah, he kept him grounded. He was the he was the ground. He and Christy both. Yeah, they were kind of a team. They were kind of a 
sidekick character. Sidekick, one single character split into two people. Yeah. Um, so they're at the, they go to the high school basketball game. Matt's just killing it. Oh, it was amazing. Killing game. it. Uh, they call timeout. For some reason, Matt doesn't go to the team level. He goes over to the stands and talks to Christy. He's like, oh, you came. Uh, this next play is going to be for you. He says that out loud in front of the whole audience. Yes. Like waves to her from the middle of the court. Yes. Um, a bit of a movie moment, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. I like that bravado. The next play, he makes a great steal. Um, goes, hits a three from the corner. Then the next play goes and dunks it. They win the game. He's the hero. Um, Christy seems not that impressed. I don't think she's a, she seems like she's not that into basketball. We'll say no. Chang's always talking to her about basketball. Matt's always talking to her about basketball. She doesn't care. She's a drummer who likes Metallica. She's a drummer who likes drumming. Why is she hanging out with all these jocks? Well, Chang is in the in the band. Yeah. Not on the basketball team, but he talks about nothing but basketball. Now, I, I know a little bit about this drumline stuff because my, my dear little brother was a drummer. And you move up with drums as you go. And so Chang is playing the bass drum. That's low. low that's, that's the lowest level. That's for the, the kids who don't really want to be there. Yeah, you got to work your way up to the quads. And then after the quads, you work your way up to snare. So she's already on snare. Normally only seniors are playing snare. Yeah, we don't know what, what grade she is. We assume she's a sophomore. She looks 25. <laughs> yes. But uh, so is Shane. She's yeah. a, a sophomore as well. But um, uh, So after the game, everybody is uh, at a party at Matt's house. Matt has a very nice house. Um, actually, everyone in this movie has a nice house. Matt's house is um, exceptionally nice. Yeah, it's Chang's big. house is averagely nice. Uh, but Chang's house is big. Chang's house is big, yeah. And they've uh, got a cool front pagodia porch add-on. Halfway done. Halfway done. Coming back to that. Yeah. Um, so at the party, uh, Chang's hanging out with Christy. They're talking. They're having a great time. Um, somehow, Matt's too... Uh, two bully friends. Yeah, he's. I think it's important to say that he is showing her a Kobe jersey that is framed and hanging up. And yes. he is talking to Christy about how much he loves Kobe and how much Kobe means to him and how cool it is that Matt has this framed jersey. And then she, he talks to her about how Kobe's his hero because Kobe was not afraid of anything. He was, he was not afraid of failing. He would take on any challenge. Um, and, and try to overcome it, um, which is kind of one of the themes of this movie. But um, man, this movie was a commercial for Kobe. Yes, this it, movie left out all the bad stuff about Kobe. It was a lot of good stuff about Kobe, but wasn't he kind of a narcissist who had some? I mean, every athlete, every pro athlete is a kind of a narcissist. Didn't he also have some legal troubles involving? Um, yeah, I think that was disproven, though. Uh, was was it disproven for real or disproven because he threw a lot of money think, at it? I think it was, from what I can recall, it was disproven, but I could be wrong. It was a long time ago. And uh, he never learned how to fly a helicopter. Well, no, he didn't. 
Um, so the two bully friends are like, hey, Chang, come play uh, 2K with us in the basement. We need, we need another guy to play. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to catch up with Christy. So they like basically carry him to the basement. Lock him in the basement with, uh, with Matt's little brother. Who knows him? And it's at this point where it is kind of apparent that Chang and Matt have a history. They had been friends before. They had been like they grew up together. They grew up together in elementary school, and I like the way the movie handles this. They just kind of show you a little more and more and more of that relationship up into the very final scene. Yeah, and. Without ever explicitly saying why their friendship ended or like giving a bada 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 breakdown, they don't do like a cheesy flashback to like there's no one incident. Um, Yeah, I I really liked the way they handled that relationship, and I think it was probably because you know Matt became popular and Chang did not. Yeah, Um, and that'll kind of put distance between people. But I don't think I don't think it was ever like oh Matt was super mean to Chang and that was why they're not friends anymore. And also Matt's mom is kind of cool. We'll get to that later. We're I'm Matt's skipping ahead. Decidedly not cool. She's cool, <laughs> kind of cool. There's a lot. She's she's shades of gray. Yeah, like three shades of gray. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get um, to it. So um, Chang's in the basement. He looks through the basement window. He sees oh. Great, Matt is hanging out with Christy. Mm-hmm. He's chatting her up. Um, so he figures out a way to get out of the basement, runs over like a super nerd, butts into their conversation. Like, hey, what are you guys talking about? He literally says, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Because uh, he can't think of anything else. Um, and Matt's like, dude, try to have a conversation here. And so they kind of get in, they kind of start arguing a little bit. Christy's like... Uh, my first day of school, so I'm out of here. Yeah. Well, she literally says, "This is lame. I'm yeah, leaving." This is lame. Like you guys are being lame. Yeah. Um, she literally says, "I'm not a prize to fight over, but I have no defining characteristics other than being a prize." I'm gonna go play drums. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go play drums and mourn for my dead dad. So then, that was weird that I said that. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. She actually doesn't mourn at all in this movie. Well, no, you get the you get the impression that her dad died quite some time ago, um, but so so Chang kind of becomes aggressive at this point, kind of like just instigates a fight with Matt. Yeah, uh, he's like, "You think you're so cool? You think that because you're cool, you can just be cool all the time? Be cool, and then you're cooler than me. Like, why do you think you're so much cooler than me?" And Matt's like, "What? What are you talking about?" Um, and then Chang slips and falls into the pool. Well, well, before that, Chang is like, "You think you're cool because you can dunk?" Uh, like, oh, yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> can then, dunk. And then he's like, "I, I can dunk." And Chang is like, "Well, a lot of people can dunk. I can dunk." And Matt's like, "No, you can't," because <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chang is five foot eight, five, five eight, foot, five eight. Um, and in band, <laughs> in the band, and I think it's worth pointing out. That he is Asian. He is of Chinese descent. Yes. Generally not seen as a dunking type of culture, with the exception of Yao Ming. Who is like seven foot seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Chang is basically like yelling at Matt that he can dunk. Um, and then he slips and falls in the pool. 
It is caught on multiple videos. And it's important to point out that he slipped and fell. Matt didn't push him. Matt didn't push him. Matt didn't do anything. The entire party laughs. Later. Because it is funny. Later in the movie, his mom asks if Matt pushed him. And Chang does not deny it. Nor confirms it. No. He just said it was an accident. It was an accident. He didn't own up. Yeah. Um, so the next day, this is all blown up on social media. Got thousands of views. Chang falling into the pool. Talking about how he could dunk. He could dunk if he wanted to. He could dunk if he wanted to. Um, so the next day, Chang... Um, under the guise of him not being afraid of anything, I think that is what you're supposed to think at this point in the movie. Yeah. He's being so brave by facing his fears and standing up to Matt, who is being... What, who is, at this what point would movie, Kobe you, do? At this point in the movie, you're supposed to perceive Matt as this big bully who has just bullied Chang for years yeah. and years. And because um, that, that's what... Blonde I, hair, blue eyes, yeah, rich white kid. Typical, typical movie... Jerk villain high school. Now he does. Oh, we point. We did the one kind of thing he did do that was kind of a jerk move. Was after, but you could just see it as like fun playing around. Is after he Chang falls in the pool, Matt pulls off his shirt to reveal his perfectly chiseled abs. It says, "Hey, you guys want to see a dunk?" His friends tell him a little play basketball, and he dunks it on the little toy basketball hoop in the pool, and that was super cool. But I mean. That was just Matt being cool. That was just being cool. <laughs> um, and getting his jeans wet. And maybe maybe Matt was trying to kind of... Uh, um, relieve the yeah, tension. relieve the tension and take focus off of Chang being falling in the pool and make it funny. But um, anyway, that, that did kind of uh, make the problem a little bit worse and make Chang a little bit more angry. So the next day, Chang is like, I'm going to confront Matt. I'm going to go. And he bursts into the gym where Matt and all, all his homies are... Are hanging out. Um, he's like, makes Matt a bet. He says, I bet by the end of football season, by the last football game, I will be able to dunk on that hoop over there. He points at one of the hoops in the gym. Um, Matt's like, okay. Um, and Chang bets him that if he does it, he'll sh- loser has to shave their head. Um, and one of one of the homies says. No, that's lame. Yeah. Do something different. Uh, so Chang says, okay, if I can dunk it, I get your Kobe jersey. And Matt's like, no, you don't have anything I want yeah. <laughs> for that. And then uh, um, Chang bets him a Pokemon, a very valuable Pokemon card, uh, which you might know the name of, but I don't know. Yeah, a first edition Holofoil Charizard Shadowless. It's very important that it's Shadowless. Only the first run of the Pokemon cards, the art didn't have a little shadow underneath the Pokemon. Oh. Um, only the first printing of those, and so they're very rare because then they printed them for like a couple years with the shadow. So it's like so. So he bets in that. Now, now they like, they say like, I don't know what that is, and he says it's worth three grand. Yeah, and when he says it, one of the guys, there's a nerdy guy sitting by himself on the bleachers that goes, <gasps> audible gasp. And he's like, yeah, see, he knows. Um, now that, I have one of those with the, with the, or my brother does and he doesn't want to share. It's a point Uh-oh. of contention. Um, with the, with the 
uh, shadow. But they say in the mo- in the sh- movie, I could Google it, but I'm too lazy that it's worth like three grand at one point, and another point to say it's worth five grand. I'm pretty sure it's worth like a hundred grand. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I could. I, I, you know what? You keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. So uh, immediately we kind of go into this Chang and his friend Bo uh, trying to train for this moment because uh, you find out that um, believe it or not, five foot eight Chang cannot even get close to dunking. I mean, he can barely touch the net. Uh, so he's he's a good like foot and a half away from from being able to dunk. Um, so he and he and Bo kind of spend a few days like really working out uh, Chang's Chang's thighs and his uh, oh four hundred twenty grand. Well, <laughs> there's also one for nine grand and one for twenty one million. Yeah, but and one for two grand. This this isn't the this this one isn't the hollow foil. This one's the hollow. Oh well, he didn't say it was hollow. Oh, okay. Um, he just said it was shadows. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so Bo and Bo and Chang scour YouTube, try to find every powder and gimmick to be able to get Chang to to jump because he only has ten weeks. Ten ten weeks. It's Not- ten weeks until. Which isn't very long. It's no. pro- approximately 70 days. To add, like, two feet to your vertical leap. No. Uh, that is uh, a lot. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So, um, I fi- he finally finds this guy who has a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's where playing he's basketball as Urkel. Dressed up as Urkel. Again, 90s reference. Um, whoever made this movie is really in the 90s. Um, but... And I guess ABC owns the... Yeah, it was ABC. The rights to it. And they go to Verizon. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but... Well, yeah, so he finds this guy. Basically, he said, this is the only guy who would agree to do to help me. Um, this guy works at Verizon in the mall, in the Galleria. Um, Chang, under the guise of telling his mom that... The Galleria has the best phone deal because his phone got ruined in the pool. Every Verizon store has the same phone deals. His mom's not that stupid. Well, it's just a plot device. It's a plot device. His mom's too tired to fight back. So um, she she's exhausted. She drops him there. Uh, he goes and meets with this guy. Um, the guy was like, hey, you told me you're six foot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's five eight. So, um, but he agrees to help him. Uh, for I guess one day, because he bought a phone from him, I guess so I guess he gets the commission. But um, he's basically like, yeah, you can. I, I I bet I can get you dunking within you know, like a year, year and a half. You know, you're still growing a little bit, and you know we can work on some some jumping techniques and um, <laughs> workouts, and you know you'll be dunking in a year, year and a half. Change the way I have ten weeks. Um, he's like, well. We'll have to work out every morning, every afternoon, every weekend, and how much you get paid. Yeah. So Bo was there, and he's like, "Look, dude, your YouTube videos suck. I can make you. I can if you can get him dunking. I can make your videos look like Scorsese." And um, what's the guy's name? Michael Bay. No, what's the character's name? Uh, DeAndre. DeAndre's like, forget Scorsese. I want Michael Bay. Which for a YouTube video is clearly the right choice. Yes, yes. Um, 
So Bo was like, okay, you got a deal. Um, and Bo, it turns out, is really, really good and really yeah. into this is like what he wants to do for, in the future. And then like smash cut to the next YouTube video and it is the most Michael oh, Bay he's got Bad Boys 2 style car shots. DeAndre slow motion opening the door coming mm-hmm. out low angle looking up at him jets flying overhead yes. slow motion uh, the car explodes everything is cool it looks it's so it's Michael hilarious Bay. it's got a Michael Bay filter again Bad Boys 90s reference it was very bad it was very <laughs> Bad Boys yeah um so they go through kind of, there's kind of a montage of training videos, like, and Chang is making great it's, progress. This is the stuff. second montage. There's a lot of montages. This, this is great sport. This is great so good. Movie. There are three solid montages in this movie. Yes. Uh, there's one, like, straight up Rocky montage at, toward the end. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, but this one's, like, um, showing them kind of making progress, showing people kind of following them on YouTube. Um, Chang's kind of gaining popularity. People are starting to root for him a little bit. Um, you know, Christy's hanging out with him now. Um, everything's turning up Chang. And he's getting, he's like, you can see him making, you know, he's like hitting the rim now. And he can, he can almost dunk. Um, and then I guess the big day comes, right? Yeah, he there, does. He there. does go to a drum store with Christy. He goes to a drum store with Christy, where they, they, they have a heart to heart. They have a heart to heart. That's when you find out Christy's dad died of cancer. Chang tells her that his dad left. Yeah, very recently because he's still thinking that he and the the dad and the mom are going to get back together. There's this unfinished porch on the outside of their house. He's like, "Yeah, my dad did come back and finish that." Um, so you get the idea that this is like within the last year. Yeah. And, and you start to have the idea like, Oh, I bet that's the reason for him wanting to be Chang 2.0. That's the reason. And he tells her like, yeah, my dad was like really, he's the one that got me into basketball. So is this all about like, could it all be all about like Chang wanting to impress his dad, wanting his dad to come back. And Christy does point out like, why aren't you on the basketball team? And he's like, oh, because I signed uh, my soul over to the band and I have to do yeah. band for everything. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then, yeah, he passes by. There's a sign-up sheet for basketball tryouts, which is weird because they already had a basketball game um, with a team. Well, they didn't I guess that was, no, that was like a club team. That was a club team because it was like the whatever, like the Inferno or something. It was a weird, I was like, that's a weird name for a team. But it was not the school team. It was like a, it was like a AAU team or something. But, um, but he passes by the, he passes by and he's like, thinks about signing up, but, uh, you get the idea, like, he's afraid that he's not going to make it. So he doesn't sign up. Um, but we're, uh, we kind of finally come to the big day, or I guess the day before the big day, Chang is in the gym with his, with his crew. And he is super close to being able to dunk, but he can't quite get there. Um, and then you get uh, a scene of him breaking into the school yeah. at night. And very brief, very, very blink brief. and you miss it. You're very brief and you're like, uh, I knew what he was doing in that moment, but I immediately forgot about it. Yeah. Because I didn't, like, when you find out some revelation later, I was like, oh yeah, he did do that. 
Um, oh, I oh I saw him do it, and then for the rest of the movie, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, "When is this going to blow up?" And like, there are several times where they you think it's going to blow up. So he lowers the basketball rim just a few inches. Yeah, but you don't know this yet. You haven't seen this yet. I mean, they do talk about because there's a scene before where. The maintenance band's like raising it back up to ten feet, and he's like, yeah. "It's got to be at this mark." Um, and but you get to the day of the dunk. There, the uh, Bo and Christy and DeAndre give him a brand new Kobe jersey, like a sweet uh, throwback Los Angeles throwback jersey, LA Lakers Kobe jersey with Chang's name on it. Um, but uh, I guess Bo and Christy are not in the gym when it's time to dunk. And he's like, where are my friends? So Matt comes in with all his homies. He's got like half the school with him. They're all yeah. making fun of Chang. They're making fun of DeAndre. Um, DeAndre's like, I will, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. um, DeAndre's really nice. Um, so then the lights go out. And then there's like a big, like the whole marching band comes in. Christie's at the head. They're playing, uh, they're playing Seven Nation Army. Seven Nation Army, which was really cool. Uh, I thought it was a really cool moment in the movie. Yeah, I thought uh, so too. They kind of circle around Chang. Um, you can see Matt kind of like being deflated. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, um, he kind of feels like everyone, I, I guess he feels like everybody's on Chang's side and like doesn't like him. I don't, you don't really know what Matt's thinking, but, but I, I think Matt, the way I took it, Matt was just kind of like, this is like a cool, silly thing we got going on. You can't dunk bro. But if you do great for you. Yeah. Like and he's I had the feeling that if, if Chang had not dunked, Matt would have been like, it's okay. You can keep your Pokemon card. Yeah. Like he's not abhorrent. Uh, but I think at this point he gets the feeling like, Oh, He's going to do it, and I'm going to lose my Kobe jersey. Yeah. It's not even his Kobe jersey. It's his dad's. It's his dad's Kobe jersey. He was just so sure that this five foot eight guy is not going to be able to dunk the basketball. I'm going to – I'm not going to have to give up my dad's jersey. Um, it is a Sandlot, Babe Ruth, baseball uh, type of deal. But uh, So then Chang goes and dunks it. Easy. Yeah. And everyone's cheering. He shaves Matt's head. And he makes a big spectacle out of it. Very big spectacles. Yelling, cheering. Embarrasses him. Um, Goes and makes out with Christy. And at this point, he becomes a villain. Yes. He immediately gets a big head. The way he he treated Matt was abhorrent. It was. He could have just shaken his hand, give him a little hug, and be like, good bet. Oh, you don't have to shave your head. Instead, he makes a big deal. He's like ripping handfuls of hair out and waving it in the air and making a big show of how great he is. Yeah. And in in a different movie, he would be like, you would be like, yes. He won. Like he's a he's vindicated. He's like put this guy in his place. But we know at this point he did this. He only dunked because he cheated. Yes. He shaved this guy's head because he cheated. He goes out and makes out with this girl who is not a trophy to be won, even though that's their only purpose in the movie. Um, under false pretenses, yep. she doesn't know she's making out the cheater. Yep. In the library. 
Yep. And you kind of get the sense that like Chang has no remorse about cheating. No. Um, if he did, he wouldn't have shaved Matt's head. No. no. And you can see the Kobe the Kobe jersey is now hanging in Chang's bedroom. He takes all the prizes um, and doesn't say anything. Uh, doesn't tell anybody. He's the only one who knows he cheated. I think it's also worth pointing out at this point in the story, his mom doesn't know about any of this. No. She's, she doesn't know that he's been working out at 5 a.m. She doesn't know that he's been uh, going to practicing at the basketball course after school. Doesn't know that he's got a YouTube with millions of views and followers. Yeah. She's oblivious to all. She doesn't know that he had this bet with Matt at all. No. Um... So, Chang has grown in popularity. He is now the popular kid. Uh, Matt is not unpopular now. But you see uh, there's, a, there's a scene where Matt is in the gym shooting the basketball. He's got his shaved head. He's all alone now. None of his homies are around. He can't make a shot. Um, and you get the feeling like he is just dejected. And Chang kind of comes in and keeps rubbing it in his face. You're like, oh, wow, Chang is, Chang is a uh, bully now. Yeah. Fully, full on the bully. Um, so Chang gets called into the office. Oh, the, and the, the maintenance man, the, the, the maintenance man comes and tells him, hey, the, the, the principal wants to talk to you. The maintenance man, with, holding the key to put the basketball goal up, says, the principal wants to talk to you. Did you do something bad? Yeah, did you do something bad? And you're, and you're like, oh, this is it. This is the ball, the bomb's going to drop out. Yeah. But it is, uh, the principals received a call from ESPN, who's been following Chang's story on YouTube. They want to have him on a show. Oh, my gosh. It just gave me a little shivers going to my spine just thinking about it when I watched it. Because, you know, it was like it was like when the, the janitor said, did you do something bad? I thought the Jenga tower was going to get knocked over. But, no, that extra little piece on top just made the anxiety so much worse. Yeah. I, that, the, the principal sending him to New York City. Yeah. To um, be on ESPN. To be on ESPN. Um, so he's on the show. They talk about the, his, his YouTube journey. Then they're like, hey, we got, a, we got a surprise for you. Let's go down on the dock. We got a goal set up. Oh, I want to point out, uh, now, do those two commentators, were they former basketball players I should know? Should I use their actual um, names? I think so. I don't, uh, I don't know. The, exactly. the bigger one with the beard, before Chang actually comes out, before they start shooting the show, when they show him the clip, he's like, yeah. I don't know. That yeah. doesn't. He like the dunk's not that great. Yeah, uh, but I thought he was going to call him out. Like they, the, the way it looked like they were playing it to me, like he was going to call him out on national TV, and that was just another Jenga piece on top yeah. of the stack that didn't make it fall. So they've got the they've got the hoop set up outside. Chang goes and tries to dunk it on on TV. He doesn't even get close. The ball ends up floating in the Hudson River, um, and. But they chalk it up to, oh, he was, you know, it was nerves. It was outside. It was windy. Um, Plus, it was funny. There'll be another meme. Um, So then he gets to go to the Jordan ESPN private party. His friends are not invited. He leaves them at the door. He's like, hey, I'll go talk to somebody. I'll get you in. He goes, does the, you know, this is a pretty movie moment as well. He leaves his friends outside. He goes and has friends. He has fun with, like, all this new celebrity people that want to talk to him leaves him out there for hours. Um, 
then uh, DeAndre picks him up afterwards. He's like, nah, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Like, I know you got caught up. Christy and Bo, on the other hand, are not, they're not uh, as forgiving. They're like, dude, you, uh, Chang 2.0 sucks, is what Bo says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got, you, you've already, you've done this one thing and you've already, like, forgotten about us. You've yeah. already left us behind. Um, and Christy, Christy asks Chang, like, do you even like me? And he's like, yeah. She's like, I don't know, I don't know. Because I think she can start to see, like, this was all, this was always about Chang and Chang being liked. She, she realizes that she was just a trophy. Yeah, she was, she was part of She was a goal. She was part of his plan to go up the the status ladder, the social ladder. Hey, and, and I gotta say, this is a realistic portrayal of how I think high school boys think. Yeah, I think high school dynamics mixed with social media, I thought it was really well done and it wasn't, it was, there were moments of cheesiness, but it was not like. It was over the top. It was over the top. It was an over the, I mean, it had to be, it's a movie, but um, it's a Disney movie. But, you know, I thought it was, yeah, like his motivations I thought were pretty realistic. Yeah, I, I do think that high school boys. Uh, can treat girls like a goal. Yes, for sure. Like a status symbol. For sure. Any other way around. Girls can treat guys the same yeah, way. But for sure. I think it's probably more... And in high school, it's everybody. But that's definitely like... And she felt that in that moment. Yeah. She was like, wow, you, you really did this just to become Chang. This other version of Chang that you wanted to be. So at this point, Chang 2.0 is in full effect. He has achieved everything that he wanted to achieve. Lost uh, and he lost a lot, and he lost his he lost his relationship with his mom and with his best friend and with his new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so then um, he goes back into the school. Matt comes and confronts him. He's yeah, like, dude, you cheated. He shows him a YouTube clip of that's the thing. If you cheat and it's and it's being viewed by millions of people, someone's going to find out. Yeah. So some guy pointed out, hey, there's this red mark on this basketball goal here. That's where the that's where that's like the ten foot mark. That's where the goal is supposed to be. Um, he lowered it like a lot, like six inches. Yeah. So he's like, uh, anyway, Chang's like, no, I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. I can dunk. I can dunk. Um, so we like, we know he can. So Matt's like, okay, he knows like, he can. Here's a basketball. Like, Go dunk. <laughs> Go dunk it. He's like, no, I don't have to. I already did it. Um, so Chang actually attacks Matt again, mm-hmm. physically, the, the, in a fight. He is the clear aggressor. Yep. Uh, just because because Matt called him out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they get in a fight. They get called in the principal's office. Chang's mom gets called. She kind of she has to come down from work. She's um, upset. She's very upset. She's like, "Why? Why are you doing this?" And this is the first time she's found out about the bet, the dunking, the workout, the workout, the, the YouTube, New York City YouTube channel. She Chang told us she he was going to New York City for a school event because uh, he was representing the school at some event. Event, um, and she was proud of him. She was like, "Yeah, go." Um, but she, this is the first time she finds out about any of this. Um, 
and Matt's mom has the video of Chang shaving his head. She shows him, and uh, Chang's mom is just like beside herself. She's like, "Who are you? Why have you done this?" She starts apologizing to Matt's parents. Like, I'm sorry for not raising my son better. Um, it's pretty sad, actually. Yeah. Because she's just, like, totally blindsided. She feels like she doesn't know her son at all. She doesn't. She thought she did, but in that moment, she realized, like, wow, I don't know you. I don't know who you are now. Um, so then they have a talk in the car. And she confronts him about, you need to be more confident. You don't. You're not confident in yourself. You're always trying to get other people to like you more. Which is true. Which is completely true. Um, he gets mad. He storms off. Um, and this is kind of the lowest of lows, the pit of lows that you were talking about. Is Chang is on a playground. It's snowing. And he keeps trying to dunk over and over and over and over again. And his mom is kind of watching him from afar. And he slips and falls and like he's lost everything. He's this lost point. everything. How can he show his face in public? He's Nobody, no friends. He's, he's disappointed. His he's mom. a pariah. He is suspended from school. Everyone knows he cheated. He had he made it. Or no, he hasn't made the YouTube video yet. Um, yet. But his mom runs over and he just keeps repeating, "I can't do it. I can't do he it." He slips and falls and hits the back of his head on the concrete. She runs over and puts her jacket around him and holds him and you just you can't lose your mom no matter what even if yeah. you try. I have to admit, Sean, tears came to my eyes in that. Yeah. When he kept he kept crying, "I can't do it." Yeah. Um, I'm not was, good enough. I'm not good enough. Yeah. Not, he, yeah, those were two things that he kept saying. "I'm not good enough. I can't do it." And um, a lot of people feel like that. Yeah. Everybody feels like that at some point. But he's just like, he doesn't feel like he's good enough. And his mom realizes it's because his dad left. Yeah. His dad abandoned them. And he's feeling, he's holding on to that. And he's feeling like, you know, there's something that I am not good enough that my dad wanted to stick around. He's gone. So she decides the next day to basically help him move on by clearing off all the this unfinished project that represents. You never see the dad. That's like the representation of the dad is that unfinished porch that he left in the middle of. Right. Um, so they clear that off. They put it to the side. It's kind of a good bonding moment, a good moment of moving on. For him and his mom. His mom laughs. Yeah. That's the first time that you've, uh, you've seen her. Express, Not scowl. Express any moment of happiness. Yeah. Um, and then Chang makes an apology video. Basically like. Puts that up on the YouTube. Puts it up on YouTube. It was part of his um, parole with the principal was that he had to do it. Yes. But he did do a very heartfelt job, and he apologized directly to his friends and his and to Christy and yeah, and DeAndre and DeAndre. Um, and you get the idea that DeAndre is never mad at Chang. No, Christy and Bo are mad at him, but DeAndre never like gets mad at him. DeAndre is ex- 
experienced with this. Like he he almost made it to the yeah. league. He played in Estonia for two years. He's probably gone through. He, he's he's he he knows how ego and hubris work. He's seen it yes. play out time and time again. Yeah. Um, so DeAndre meets with Chang's mom. Basically, she's like she's still kind of uh, I don't know where I went wrong. I don't know. But DeAndre's like, he's a he's a really good Chang's a really good kid. He was really committed to this thing. He's just trying to figure out who he is. He's trying to he's trying to grow up, is what he said. And, and that's hard sometimes. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a great moment as well. Um, and then the last you kind of get the uh you know, Chang has moved on. You feel like he's grown in his journey. Um, and he decides he's going to go out for the basketball team. So he gets DeAndre to uh, coach him. He works on other stuff besides just dunking. Yeah. Um, he gets good enough to man, he makes the basketball team. And there's a great Rocky style montage of training. Third montage of the movie. Him getting better and better. But it's got like the, it's got um, the uh, drum line, like, uh, uh, marching band music and it's, yeah. it's a great montage yeah um, and then you get you get to see uh, Chang on the basketball team he's riding the bench well before that he has the heart to heart with Christy oh yeah well, yeah after the marching band because while they're doing that montage it's cutting with um, events of the marching band like competition and she plays a snare solo and they win yes and then afterwards they have a little conversation on a bench and she's like you know did you ever like me and he's he's like oh, I hope you'll forgive me one day and, and yeah. stuff I'd like, like to hang out and she's like well I'll think about it they immediately she's like okay I thought about it yeah um she's very forgiving she's very cool um and it was at that moment I realized oh so you were just <laughs> you were yeah. this this because like this is the second time they have the conversation about how she's not just a prize to be won and then it's just like <laughs> that's the only plot yeah point you serve yeah but he had to he had to win her back he had to win her back yeah um yeah. then he goes and rides the bench he rides the bench you see, it shows the scoreboard. They're 30 points ahead. So his friends from the stand start yelling, we want Chang, we want Chang, we want Chang. But there, you you get kind of the damage that he's done because, you know, a few weeks ago, the whole the whole state, the whole uh, gym would have been chanting for Chang. Yeah. But they're the only three. Who, are they his mom? His mom joins his in. Mom, yeah, they're the only four that are chanting for Chang. Yeah. So he gets put in... Um, he immediately makes a bad defensive play, gets knocked over. Um, looks he, up, he gets his ankles broke. Looks up, looks up at his mom. His mom gives him an approving glance. He smiles and then uh, makes a great defensive play and goes. And just before he's about to dunk it, he was good. And credits. And credits. He, was, he was going to dunk, and then uh, you get the end title screen: Chang and dunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, I gotta say, I really liked this movie a lot. It was good. It, it was, was a good sports movie. It was, it was really a good coming of age movie. It had great story arcs. 
um, <laughs> oh. good acting. Like it was a high quality. I the, was expecting a cheesy Disney sports movie. The the writing I loved. I I I, I thought some of the um, dialogue was a little cheesy, but just because it's for Gen Z and mm-hmm. I don't know what sixteen year olds talk like. Who am I to judge that? Maybe they nailed it. Maybe. Um. But yeah. I thought all the characters were great. I thought the the way they they really let you worry about when is it going to blow up that he cheated. Yeah. The way they drew that out was just what made this movie for me. And I'll say it's been a it, it's been a while since I've been that emotionally invested in a movie where I I was like so I was watching it laying on the couch, and like when Chang was was about to like go try to dunk it, I I got up, <laughs> yeah, and like I was like I was scared for him that he wasn't going to be able to do it. But even though you knew he was cheating, I had forgotten. You I, forgot that I he had forgot, cheated in that moment. I forgot that he had lo- broken in and lowered the rim. I remember oh. it out right after that. I was like, wait. He, like, yeah, like he so like, for you and I, the movie so, was totally different because you had the sense so of like moment, anticipation. Yeah, in that moment, I didn't know if he was going to do it or not. I thought he might like just totally biff on it and like slip and fall or like do something. Um, but yeah, and then he did it, and then I paused. I was like, "Wait, there's an hour left." <laughs> when, when this movie first started, my assumption was he's going to try real, real hard. And he's not going to be able to do it. And then he's going to have to learn to love himself anyway. Uh, but I was wrong. That was a that would have been a more classic. That would have been if this movie was written in 2002. Yeah. Um, but the way... So when I was watching that scene, I must have been feeling totally different emotions because when like the lights went out and then the bum, 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 marching band comes out, I'm like, oh no, all these poor kids are rooting for Chang. I feel bad for each and every one of them. I was like cringing and uneasy because I knew he was going to make it. There was no tension on that. The tension for me was when's ever going to find out he's a cheater? Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. After I remember that, then that was like when he was going to ESPN and stuff, I was like, oh man. Like, yeah, and they built that tension. This was really good at like taking you through an emotional journey um, and feeling bad for Chang, and then like being like, "Oh, Chang's an asshole." Yeah, and being like feeling bad for Matt, and like being like, "Oh, Matt's a total D." Uh, <laughs> and that, but but I loved at the end. Where they're during the there's a scene we kind of skipped over where they're doing a basketball um, tryouts and they have to go head to head on on some little basketball Chang drill. Matt. Yeah, Chang and Matt and Chang like says, "Hey, I bet I can make more points than you." And Matt's just like, "I don't, you don't just don't know when to quit, do you?" <laughs> and and then Chang just starts singing the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> And he's like, I want to be the very best. And then Matt starts singing too. Like, no one ever was. Yeah. And I was so, just. Like, they grew up watching. Pokemon. They grew up. Yeah. They grew up together, you know. And that was just a great little insight to their relationship. And that the movie before the end of the movie was even over. 
there was no animosity between them. And if anything, these events brought them closer together. And then in the final, final scene where they're playing the game of basketball and they put Chang in at the end, Matt, like, gives him tips. Yeah. He's like, hey, this guy goes to the left. Watch out. You know? Yeah. And he's cheering for him from the bench. It's a great, it's a good, it's a feel-good movie that took you through a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I was I, extremely uh, surprised by how good it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I wish he would just sell that stupid Charizard card so his mom could finish the porch and buy herself a new car because his mom's driving around in a 1997, 1997 Toyota Privia minivan. That's that's not good. That's not good. It can't be fuel efficient. And she just not like she has a lot of people. It's Toyota. Toyota's a pretty good quality product. Yeah, but... We had a Previa when I was in high school. Baby blue. Ooh, I like the blue ones. My mom had a Chevy Lumina that was like a royal blue. Sweet. With the red pinstripe. All right, so how many, uh, who's your, who, who would you have uh, worn on a t-shirt? DeAndre. Yeah, I don't want a Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Matt was the real hero. I want I want them to make a sequel to this movie that's just all these same events, but Matt's yeah, point of view. Like Matt and Dunk, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt's been Duncan. Um, no, I would say I want, uh, I want, Bo. I'm going to take Bo on the Oh, Bo, Bo was... Um, just directing those videos. He was a star. Yeah, man. Yeah, I wish, he was funny. He was funny. Enough. I wish Bo had his own YouTube channel, like reviewing movies, uh, cinematography. He should have a YouTube channel reviewing other YouTube videos. Oh, I'd watch that. I would yeah. too. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, what's the plot of the sequel? The plot of the sequel is uh, junior year of high school. Um, They're all all the actors are thirty five years old now. Okay, the, okay. This, <laughs> the, the plot of the sequel: senior year, it's senior year, and uh, they're at a party, and Matt and um, uh, what's his name? The whole star of this movie, the, the guy who's Chang? yeah, the guy whose name is in the title. Chang. Yeah, Matt and Chang have been best friends ever since the beginning. Long great. But Matt gets his acceptance letter to Duke that he's going to be on the Duke basketball team. And Chang is like, I bet I can go to a Division One school too. He's like, no, you can't. And then the whole thing happens again. But it's a slapstick comedy this time. Uh, no, how, Ch- Ch- Chang is on version 7.0. <laughs> Chang 7.0. Chang 7.0. He's a Wall Street and, and instead of doing <laughs> math, instead of like doing basketball, he has to learn how to do math real good because he's not going to get a basketball scholarship, but maybe no. he can get an academic scholarship. And so he gets like a math tutor off eBay. Uh, not eBay, <laughs> YouTube. Oh, no, no, eBay. <laughs> <laughs> or I would love to see a movie about. Uh, Oh, and he, his mom started dating again, so he's got like a new stepdad in his life. But his stepdad's an NBA player. Yeah, his stepdad's cream of Jules Jabbar. <laughs> um, All right, what do you, how many dunks do you give this out of 10? Out of 10 dunks, how many points in basketball is a dunk worth? Two. Two, right? Yeah. Two. So if I give it five dunks, is that 10? Yes. I don't want to go because so is five dunks the most dunks I can give it. Yes. Because if I gave it ten out of ten, that would be twenty points. 
Well, I'm talking about how many dunks, though. Not. Oh. Uh, so I'm gonna give it here. I'll give it an eight out of ten dunks. I'm gonna give it a eight out of ten. It was a. Uh, it was very eight out of ten. Enjoyable, uh, well, well made movie. Why did you not give it nine or ten? You know, there. I mean, there was certain cheesiness to it, um, certain Disneyfication, which is fine. It is a. I'm gonna up it. Ooh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I wanna go. Go back. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say ten out of ten. All right, I'll give it ten out of ten too. I I will say that I enjoyed that movie for some reason more than I enjoyed a movie in a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. It is uh, Saturday. Oh, 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 okay. All right, Saturday, eleven p.m. You got the house to yourself. Are you going to watch this, or are you going to watch Mission Impossible 2? Mission Impossible, oh, wait, 2? Mm-hmm. I don't like Mission Impossible. That's the John Woo one. I will say that this is probably not a great rewatchable movie. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably watch it over Mission Impossible 2. All right, well, that's all we need to know, then. All right, um, Saturday morning is part of this complete breakfast. Bum, 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 bum.